Exodus chapter 17, verse 12. But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat thereon. And Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands that the one on the one side and the other on the other side and his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. I like that part. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. I want to talk to you for the next few moments from the subject, no shaky helpers. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Look at somebody, tell them this ain't the season to be shaky. I wish I was in the right house. My brothers and sisters, we are living in a day and time where the vicissitudes of life are causing many people in the body of Christ to walk away from the things of God because life doesn't seem to bring the comfort they need. Even more than that, you have leaders today who have started off strong but have found themselves disconnected from the plan of God because they've done what the Bible tells us in Galatians and that is to not grow weary in doing well. The reality of it is, is that many of us, if we be honest, it's not always the bad things that we have done in life that cause us to want to quit. But there's been some times we've been doing the right things, but it didn't give us the reward at a time when we needed it most. And we found ourselves being dismayed. But I want to encourage you today to know that God is not a man that he should lie nor the son of man that he should repent. But if God, in fact, said it, he's going to make his word good. The reason you really should shout right now before the sermon is over is not because you have what God promised you, but you know that God cannot lie. The, the reality of it is, is that we are preaching and teaching to a lot of people. And I know that this is not the problem here at Redeemed because we're dealing with a lot of people who, who like candy and they like sweets in ministry. And so we have spiritual cavities and we have breakdowns in our systems. But I want to talk to some folk today that realize that the scriptures write that we have to endure hardness as a good soldier. Yeah, that, that the truth of the matter is that when you gave your life to Christ and when you signed up for the kingdom assignment, 
it does not come with rewards every day in the fact that there's not going to be trials and tribulations. But there's going to come some test and some turbulence that's going to come in your life. But here's the good news. It's going to show you that the God you serve is really with you. The truth that I found out is I don't need people beside me when my money's flowing and the gas is on full and I got groceries in the cupboard and it seems like I can't find a bad day. That's not when I found find who's really for me and with me. The truth be told, I don't know who's really with or for me until I got empty in my vehicle, until I ain't got no money on none of my credit cards, and I ain't seeming to find a job to help me, then that's when I find out who's really with me. I know that's the truth for Bishop today because the reality of it is is that the house today is not a reflection of all the lives that he's poured into and all the people that he's cried over and all the people that he's prayed for and, and all the times that you got mad because it didn't go your way and he still didn't leave the saddle but remained consistent in the midst of every storm of your life, watch this, and his life while yours was going on. He didn't have time to stop and work about his situation because he was worried about your situation and so what happens is even to a man of God is that sometimes we get to a position where we ask the question God what about me but Bishop I came just to be a spiritual injection to you today to tell you that God has seen every tear you cried and every prayer that you put before him and God wants you to know that this is the season where you ain't gonna have to worry about shaking helpers yeah 50 years of doing this many of y'all don't even know what this means but let me help y'all with this yeah yeah because there's a lot in this I don't have 50 years in this, but but I served a, a man who, who had 40-something years in this, and, and now I'm one year into this. And I'll tell you, it's amazing that some of the people that you do the most for got lead foot when it's time to say thank you. They don't have a problem finding your number when they need you. They don't have a challenge getting to church when they need you. But it's amazing that when it's time to show support and to undergird the ministry, that's when all of their intellect kicks in. That's when all of their vetting kicks in. No, I'm trying to help somebody today because many of our good leaders in society and in the kingdom are fading away because they don't have the support. But you couldn't be here for 50 years. You couldn't be doing what you're doing, Bishop, what you've been doing for this long, except God be with you. This particular passage of scripture is very unique, my brothers and sisters, because this is the book of Exodus. Exodus deals with the children of Israel coming out of bondage. And whenever it is that you're coming out of something that's causing you bondage, 
it's not just a physical thing, but it's also mental. The truth of the matter is I wish I could tell you that in the body of Christ today that we can preach this gospel and you can shout and run and everything in your life be transformed. But the apostle Paul let us know that there's something called mental health because he told us that there has to be a renewing of our minds. I wish I had some Bible readers in here. Which is to let us all know that you can go through the spiritual calisthenics, you can run, you can jump, but something has to happen in your mind because I can take you out of the hood, but I can't take the hood out of you. Y'all got me in here? Y'all know some bougie, ratchet people, amen. They can do it both at the same time. Yeah, yeah, because it's a mentality that you have. Yeah, it, 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 she can look fine, look good, and still don't know how to budget her, her account. Y'all ain't going to say nothing here? Yeah, yeah, he can look suave and sophisticated and still will beat you upside your head if he don't got a renewed mind. And what I've discovered in the body of Christ is that many of us, we know how to look the part, but when it comes to our mentality, we're still in bondage. Come on, Redeem, let's have some church. Y'all know I got to get on a flight. Yeah, we're still in bondage. And the problem that we see with Israel is no matter how good God has been to them, it's never enough. Sometimes you know those people in your life, it's just never enough. You take them out to eat, it's just never enough. You pay bills for them, it's never enough. You help them out, it's never enough. Well, that's Israel. These were some never enough kind of folk. And, and here it is is that God has sustained them. God has given them miracle after miracle. God has provided for them quail and manna. He provides such good manna that they don't even know what to call it. So they just say, what is this? It's so blessed. It's so amazing. That's how good God has been to some of us in here. You don't even know what it is. You say, what is this? Where did this check come from? And how come I don't feel arthritis? What is this? How is it that I'm walking in this kind of faith? after a pandemic people losing their mind people dying but you decided to leave me here what is this touch your neighbor you didn't want to touch him you shouldn't have sat next to him tell him say what is this That pastors are walking away from the pulpit, but our pastor got the fortitude at almost 80 years old to come in here every Sunday to make sure we're fed the word of God. What is this? I feel like running, but I done added on 30 pounds since COVID. What is this? Don't leave me out here by myself. Some of y'all have been saying, what is this? <laughs> Just woke up one day and it's here. Whoa! God had been good to these people. And if we be honest, hasn't God been good to us? No, I mean, no, seriously, real talk. It's, hasn't he been better to you than you've been to yourself? He's been amazing to them. But it's just never enough. God selects a man by the name of Moses to help lead the charge of getting them out of a place of bondage. 
They're physically out of the place and coming out, but mentally, they're still there. I want to talk to some folk in here. You don't realize it, but God has actually brought you out of the condition you think that you are still in. It's not that you're there physically. You're just there mentally. This is your day of deliverance in your mind. That you got to tell the devil, I cast you out of my mind. It's not the problem. It's not the problem. It's the way you see the problem. That's the problem. Many of us need a change of perspective. And the reality is God's not going to change it until you change your mind. That's why when you wake up in the morning, David talked about meditation. He even talked about seeking the Lord early in the morning. Why does he tell us to seek God early in the morning? He tells us to seek God early in the morning. Here it is. Come here. Come close. He says to seek him early because if your trial is coming at noon, I want you to talk to God at five in the morning. The problem with many of us is we don't have a word for the problem that's on our appointment that we don't see. And so we're caught off guard. But when you learn how to seek God early, whatever's coming against you, you'll have a word for it. These people God has given to Moses. He's knitted them. He's assigned him to them to help lead the charge of getting them out of bondage under Pharaoh's dictatorship. You have to know that whenever it is you are in a particular region, many of us don't believe in spirituality to this depth, but there is spiritual places and the spiritual entities in high places that have been assigned as demonic forces to keep a region in a certain place, which is why you have to thank God for the apostolic grace that rests upon your leader because it's not just about coming to church, but it's about him having spiritual jurisdiction in an atmosphere where demons and warlocks have been praying putting hexes on you and your children and you think you shaking hands at the grocery store and they putting a curse on you but every time you come into a house of God where the blood of God resides you were too lazy to get up at four in the morning but your man of God was praying and when you walked in this church the yoke was broke some of y'all still don't believe it I know what I'm talking about. I've seen people go to church and be demon possessed and not know how it got on them. But thanks be unto God that God gave an, a special anointing to leadership to help bring them out of bondage. Here it is. Moses is leading them out of a place. But ironically, Moses is always having to be in a position and have a certain posture that the people can get victory. Here's what we're about to shift. The children of Israel are fighting the Amaleks. And here it is, Bishop. He's fighting Amalek and the Amalekites in this particular valley. They're fighting. And God gives an order that is long as his arms are lifted. Okay, let me, let me Ronellize the text. Can I Ronellize it? As long as Bishop Harris' posture is in a position of yes. 
still missed it. As long as his hands are lifted, the people get victory. See, see, if you knew what you were going through right now, the marital challenge, the financial crises, what you're handling right now, if you really understood how connected you really are to the man of God, you would realize as long as his hands are lifted, there's victory you're about to receive in your family. The text says, but his hands got tired. This is where most of us become judgmental of leadership. It's because sometimes leaders get tired. Sometimes leaders don't have the energy just to keep going. And when you don't have spiritual Aaron and hers, it ain't about two men. This is about two people who were close enough to help and conscious enough to help. I'm going to say it again. One was they were close enough to help. And conscious enough to help. The reason that some of us cannot be a help the way we should be is because we're not close enough. We stay close enough to see the problem, but not close enough to help. We stay close enough that if something can be given to us as a benefit, we're there to receive it, but not close enough. God, help me to talk how I feel it. But not close enough to be an asset to the ministry. Then you have people who are close, Bishop, but they're not conscious. Spiritually sedated. I've discovered the reason why, Bishop, many of us can't get close and we can't Stay conscious is because we take preference over principle. Oh, it's going to get rough through here. But my presiding bishop, Bishop J. Drew Shear, told us that turbulence is the price you pay for flying high. We prefer this over principle. What do you mean, Pastor Ronnie? I'll break it down. Okay, I'm glad you asked. Principle means to put first things first. But if you prefer yourself over this and that, what will happen is if it doesn't benefit you, then you won't give what you're supposed to give to the ministry. If it doesn't consider you, then you'll give the church whatever's left over. And so many of our churches, but that ain't a problem here at Redeemed. I'm just talking just to be talking. But what many of us don't realize is that our church is only a conglomerate of leftovers. It's leftovers. I'm not giving you the principal thing. I'm giving you my preference. And if you don't take my preference, then you don't get me. And what happens is it will cause you to stay disconnected and will cause you to not be where you're supposed to be so that when the man of God's arms get tired, everyone begins to lose a battle that we should have all won. 
So I don't laugh at people when leaders go through. I don't share stuff on Facebook or help their likes or get their views up when people are talking about leadership. I shut it off because while you're talking about that one person, it's affecting a whole community. Aaron and her seeing that Moses is tired. Moses, how are you going to get tired? You're a man of God. You've seen God face to face. How are you going to get tired? Moses, you got a word from the Lord. Lord has sustained you and brought you out of the hand of Pharaoh where you should have died. How are you going to get tired? Somebody say he's human. Here he is in a position where he's tired. But Aaron and her sit him on a rock. And the Bible says something that I want y'all to hear me today. And please don't miss this because this is the only reason I'm here to share this with you. They hold his arms up. One on one side, the other on the other side. And the Bible says they hold his arms. I said, God, what does that mean to us today? How, how do we hold God's arms up steady today? I said, what, well, why, why is this in the text that you didn't just say they held his arms? But you put in the text steady. But God told me to tell redeemed that in this season, you cannot afford to be a shaky helper. Oh, God, I, I wish I had some help in here. Just look over at somebody and tell them you can't be a shaky helper. Tell them this is the season, this is the hour that if you're going to be in, then be all in. If you're going to show up, then stand up. If you're going to be here, be accounted for because we've got to get the victory in the valley. Oh yeah, you don't believe it, but if I got 50 folk in here that know that you're in a battle for your life, you ain't got time to testify or tell anybody what it is, but you know that if you don't come out of this thing with victory, it'll cost you and your family's future. I dare you to jump up in your feet and say, Lord, I'm all in. Come on, tell them, say, I'm all in, C-sharp. Yeah, you got to find one more person, tell them, say, I can't be shaking this season. Yeah, tell them I can't be shaky in this season. Tell them I got to be all in. But I got some good news for you today. It's because when Aaron and her begin to hold up the hands of the man of God by the name of Moses, the Bible says that while the sun began to set, the people of Israel, they begin to get the victory. And I come by way to tell somebody that you may have been losing, but I'm so glad that you're getting ready to get the victory. I don't care what it looks like, the sickness in your body, I see the hands going up. I don't care about the pain in your heart. I see the hands going up. And as long as his hands are up, there's victory in the room. 
as long as his hands are up, there's victory in your house. If his hands get tired, somebody ought to help hold him up. Bishop, just hold your arms up. And I want you to hold him up until you get tired. Because I hear the Lord saying, come on, fill me up in the room. I hear the Lord saying that this is a metaphor, that this is a prophetic picture to this church. I know you're about to be 80. I know you've been pastoring for 50 years, but I hear the Lord saying, I'm still giving victory to redeem. If you believe it, say yeah. If you receive it, say yeah. Shout yeah. yeah. I got to get out of here. I know you're tired. I know your arms want to come down. But I come to prophesy that help is on the way. I don't know who your help is, but help is on the way. It's not about being a man. There's some women that gonna help you. There's some people that gonna help you. Yeah! Good God from Zion. Sickness tried to take you out, but you're still here by the grace of God. Come here, Lady Harris. Come on down here. Come on, fill me up. I know that Bishop's arms are getting tired, but what people don't know is that you've been holding his arms up. I want you to hold your arms up because God said that help is on the way in this season. Yeah, God is going to sustain you. God's going to keep you. You're about to live the best days of your life. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy. I feel like preaching in here. Joy. Yeah. I dare you to point your hands at your leaders and say be healed be delivered be set free strength favor the blessings of God be your portion the favor of God be upon you the blessing of God sustain you may you never want for anything but if you get tired we're gonna hold you up shout yes somebody give God glory